Perfect Spice Choices for Healthy Food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose Diabetic Cuisine Spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. What's up, everybody? Look, I'm super excited about today. We have a fellow singer in the house, and y'all know I love me some singers, especially somebody that can sing, sing. So I'm super excited about this young lady. She is a recording artist, singer, songwriter, uh, based out of Tampa Bay area. And she wowed all four of the judges during her season 17 blind audition on the hit show, The Voice. Can you all please show some love for Kalia Lynette? Hello, beautiful. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. So here at Transparency, I like to dive right on in. Can you tell everybody a little bit of background about yourself? Well, uh, let's see. I've been singing for who? Well over ten years, more around twelve, thirteen years. Um, I started writing my own original songs at a very young age. Um, I'm a mom. I have two daughters, and uh, I was born in D.C., but I was raised in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I reside in Clearwater, Florida, right now. But I'm in Tampa a lot. Uh, whenever I'm performing here at home, it's typically in Tampa. But um, you can kind of catch me somewhere everywhere these days. Um, but yeah, that's me in a nutshell. I tell people all the time, I'm really kind of boring. I just really love to sing. I love to write music. I love the stage. And uh, yeah, that's me. Okay. So <laughs> let's, let's go back a little bit. You um you just mentioned Tampa. I used to live in Tampa. Uh, I used to perform a lot in Ybor City, and I went to Hill Hillsborough High School and King High School. Okay, I, okay. I ended up leaving my twelfth grade year to come up to Atlanta, working with Usher and Bobby Brown. So yeah, amazing. I, I love Tampa. I still come to Tampa sometimes. So well, you have to you have to contact me the next time you're here. Absolutely, and 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 I haven't I haven't been to any shows or anything down there, so I would love to you know check out the new scenery down there because I'm sure it's completely changed. Oh yeah, I oh, used to live yeah. yeah, so I would I'm I'm gonna keep you up on that for sure. Okay, so um, wow, all right, you was on the season 17, The Voice, and you had all four of the cheers turn around. So what I want to do is I want to play the clip and then we're going to get started talking about it, okay? Okay. You are 
For the calls, it's your girl Butterby Rocker Transparency Talks Podcast, baby. Listen, this is Jordan Danielle with that one. Tell me about your experience on The Voice. Um, my experience on The Voice was a great one. I truly, truly tried to just soak up as much of the moment as I could. Mm-hmm. I met some amazing people, connected with some other awesome singers and artists. Um, all of the coaches were super down to earth, very helpful, very kind, like the entire time. Um, it was just an all-around 
great experience. Um, and people ask me all the time, like, would you do it again? Would you go back on The Voice and try to win? No. I feel like that that moment was for that season, that time, that phase. I got what I could get from it, learned what I could learn, and now it's time to push forward. But I have nothing but great memories um, and feelings about that that experience. Absolutely. It's a great platform to get you out there. And as an independent, um, it, it puts you in front of the masses. And mm -hmm. then that helps to you know, rocket your career. So kudos, it's, it's definitely a good, it was definitely a good look. Thank sure. you. Thank you. Um, so you chose to be on, was it Team Legend, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so tell me how it was working with John Legend and, and, and learning from him, seeing him in action. It was really, and I use this word a lot when I talk about my experience on The Voice, surreal, but it really was surreal to be working closely with an artist who I look up to, whose music I listen to, and now I'm out here in LA in, in a studio singing songs and practicing and rehearsing with this artist. And but he he doesn't um he doesn't have like this bougie air about him. He doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. He's super down to earth. When he comes in the room, he gives everybody a hug, shakes everybody's hand, tells every single person hello. And then he starts working. And I was noticing those little, little things, those, those types of um, things about his character that really stood out to me. Um, but he's all about excellence. He wants things, you know, to be right. And he was just very encouraging, very, it was very inspiring to work with him. And I, I just tried to soak up every, every little piece of advice, any, anything I could I tried to make the most of that moment, but it was it was really a great experience working with John Legend. Cool. So did you have to, um, how do I word this? When, when you had to, you know, get prepared for your next show or your next song, you had someone behind the scenes helping you with the arrangements of the song and everything, correct? It was him. Oh, it was him. Okay, mm -hmm. so he helped you with the arrangement. Oh, that's even better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can't get no better than that then. Okay. Yeah. It was between him and um, every contestant works with a vocal coach during mm -hmm. your time there. So between him and the vocal coaches, they help you with the arrangement, putting it all together, rehearsing it. But he typically has a vision, you know, in his head of how he wants it to play out. And so he'll tell you the vision in rehearsal and you go over it and see how it works or what have you, but he's very hands-on. He's not like, sing this song, okay, great, everybody go home. Like he's very involved in the process with everybody that was on his team. That's cool. So mm -hmm. you have done plenty of shows, so you know what it takes, you know, behind the scenes to get prepared for a show, right? How oh, yeah. tedious and how different was the experience of getting ready for a live taping for the voice compared to just your regular shows that you're getting ready for? It was very different. Um, it's a much bigger platform than anything I had done, you know, leading up to that. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many moving parts, but it also gave me the opportunity to just focus on singing. Mm -hmm. like, I didn't have to worry about wardrobe, hair, makeup. I didn't have to schedule the rehearsals myself. I didn't have to get the band together. I didn't have to pay anybody. I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to do much of anything but just focus on the music. Mm -hmm. So that was that was an amazing <laughs> piece of it because, you know, here at home as an independent, when you schedule a show or when you're a part of a show, well, in my case anyway, I'm very hands-on and... I pretty much put the whole thing together. Like if it's one of my shows, top to bottom, I'm involved in every piece of the process. Right. But this, I just got to just focus on the music and it was amazing. Boy, it ain't much. It ain't much I want to for your love. It ain't much. Ain't much I want
important is it to take care of yourself as an entertainer because a lot of people don't realize like there's so much involved it's, it's much more than just being on stage you know yeah. you do have to take care of yourself so how important is it to you to have to take care of yourself it's extremely important to me and I think as I get older it's becoming even more important you know things that I didn't necessarily think about 10 15 years ago now I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. um, so I think self-care in general is extremely important. But as an artist, you know, the, the end goal is longevity. You know, we don't, well, for those, I can only speak for myself. My end goal is longevity. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to stop doing this when I'm ready to stop doing this. Amen. Not, because, <laughs> not because I got sick or I ran my voice in the ground or, you know, not because I didn't take care of myself. Mm -hmm. So I think it's 
it's very high on the list of priorities. Um, vocal health and just overall general health is is super important. I think it's time for all of us to like really get serious about that. Um, and it is something that's kind of like trending nowadays. You know, everybody's doing some form of exercise or trying to be conscious about, you know, what they eat. Um, but I think as artists, we really need to hone in on that. If our objective is longevity in this in this industry, then we really got to focus on that a lot more. And I'm, I'm actually trying to put together some ways to like raise awareness, you know, give facts, give encouragement to other singers out there, specifically for the ladies, but for everybody who can get anything out of it. So hopefully I'll be able to, you know, use my platform to kind of just help, just, just give a little nudge, a little guidance, not telling anybody what to do or inserting my opinion, but just get them thinking about it. Right. What is your process getting ready for a show? And what I mean by that is, do you do vocal warm-ups? How do you get yourself ready, you know, consciously to get on that stage? Um, yeah, vocal warm-ups are always a part of that process for me. Um, getting hydrated, but that starts like days before. Uh, making sure I'm hydrated. Trying my best to be well-rested, <laughs> if at all possible. Right. Um, and then depending on what type of show is, um, learning the music, rehearsing the music until I know that I have it, you know, I have it down. Um, it just depends because some shows, I'm always nervous. Like people always ask me like, do you get nervous before you perform? Absolutely. I have the artist does <laughs> serious performance anxiety. So I have to like, I have to do things to just calm myself. You know, depending on what type of show it is, I might listen to some gospel quartet on the way there. I might listen to some Young Jeezy on the way there. It just depends. Um, <laughs> but I always try to listen to something that just kind of calms my nerves. I don't eat before a show. I usually wait until after. Um, I don't really drink or anything like that. Once the performance is done, then I'm relaxed and I can eat and enjoy myself. But up until it's time to hit the stage. I'm usually a nervous wreck. <laughs> I understand that completely. I don't eat either. I think it, it, it slows you down and it, and then it puts too much on your stomach. So it's hard to be able to belt out them notes, you know? <laughs> so I don't eat either. So that's, that's interesting to, to know that you don't either. So talk to the, to the new artists trying to get out there. What advice can you give them to get started? Getting started involves uh, a number of things. And depending on what type of artist you are, um, it can be time consuming, but that's okay. Because if this is what you really want, um, that won't matter. Um, but I will say the one main piece of advice that I always try to give anybody that's trying to push their way through in the industry is be consistent and stay consistent. No matter how difficult it may seem, um, it may seem like you're not getting paid any attention, um, your music isn't going anywhere, you're not performing enough, nobody knows who you are. This, this thing does not happen for any of us overnight. Even for those artists where it seems as though they blew up overnight, you probably didn't see their process, but it didn't happen overnight. Um, so the main thing is to stay consistent and we live in a day and age where the internet is it's so massive it's such a, an amazing tool that we as artists can use to get our name out there so if that's um consistently posting videos of your performances or cover videos um just making sure that you're present on the internet and that alone will kind of help you to gain followers along the way and People will start to see who you are. They share your stuff, you know, with friends and family. So now there's more people who are, who are catching on to who you are. Um, but being consistent in whichever way you choose to get yourself out there is the key. Because if you allow yourself to get discouraged because it seems like things aren't moving fast enough, then you, you really won't go anywhere. You have to stay consistent. Speaking of the internet, how do you 
think we as independents can cut through the noise to get seen. I mean, naturally, once you get on the major network and stuff like that, that's going to put more eyes on you. But mm -hmm. for the new person, or you don't even got to be new for the independence, because independence is totally different with, you know, not really having the eyes on us. How do we break through to get that attention, in your opinion? I think breaking through, I mean, again, depending on what type of artist you are, whether you're a singer, rapper, poet, what have you, um, I still feel like the consistency is the key, but you also have to know who your target audience is. And you may not know that right off the bat, but as you stay consistent, you'll start to see, okay, it seems as though more women are following me or more men, more people in this age range, more people in this area of the country. Um, once you start paying attention to those type of statistics because the internet does give us tools and ways to track that information once you know that then you can hone in on your target audience so you're not worried about anybody who's kind of outside of that that cone um if they catch on great but focusing on those who are truly tuned in to what it is you're doing i feel like that is a a great way to ignore all the noise and the excess and the extra that really doesn't pertain to you. You're talking to your people. You know what I mean? You hone in on your people. The extra doesn't matter. If whoever's on the outside, if they catch on to it, great. Um, but that consistency and learning who your target audience is, I think it's really, well, it was helpful for me because for a long time I felt that way. Like I'm just posting stuff and I don't know who's listening. I don't know who's catching it. I don't know if I'm posting at the best time of day. I, like it was so much to it, but I just started, I got on YouTube and I started researching. I got on, now you can get on TikTok and find so much information about anything in the universe, it seems like. But I just started, you know, doing my research, reading listening to podcasts, listening and watching other artists and what they were doing, mm -hmm. picking up what I could from them, you know, take it with a grain of salt, apply it as needed, and then kind of tailor it to my lane, what it is I'm doing. Um, but none of it comes immediately. None of it is going to come, you know, instantly. It really is a building process. It's a daily learning experience. So you just pick up those nuggets of information and knowledge as you go and you'll start to just not even pay attention to the rest of it because the internet is a huge place it's so much out there so much information so many other artists it does seem like um it's a bit oversaturated at times but you can't focus on that because like i said those who are going to catch in catch on to what you're doing they're going to naturally catch on and then once you see that they have focus on them and don't worry about nothing else but but those who are tuned in to what you're doing we taking another pause for the cause it's your girl butterby rocker this is king malachi with power everybody representing that atl yeah i feel like fifth in the rock i shall be rolling in a ghost smoke power real niggas make a toast to the power all my hitters make a toast to the power i feel like fifth in the rock I just came here to spit, inflate my respect. I'm the truth, no beat. What you thought I'm feeling like Biggie right now? I'm that large, I'm still here strong in this music front at the law. Born to be done, fuck George. I'm the real King Kong. Rampage any track, why spaz like that? With design on my feet, why I'm fly like that? Malachi wear on my on my like a baby diaper. I'm the cipher. Y'all just rapping it. I'm the hardest from beginning to end. And I'm talking about the beginning of all creation. To me, y'all all just sanitation. Papa, I turn like doorknobs. Heart drop, yes. These women say that I'm the best. Country, country, God in the flesh. I used to live in New York, piss, Project Step. I'm all in Atlanta like the martyr. I done been riding real dirty on the martyr. Authentic artist, y'all better guard them. I'm about to be largest fool like the I feel like fifth in the room. I got the power. I shall be rolling in a ghost smoke power. Real niggas make 
toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like 50 new. I got the power. I should be rolling in the ghost for power. Real new, make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. The flight's guard in the south, ready extend the clout. I'ma spit them bars till I lay down your mama house. I'm from Carolina, cornbread at my mama house. I can shoot down a deer, drag that bitch to my mama house. When I spit, it's like a llama out. My pen don't miss. I'm on that green arrow shit. I'm on everybody out. And I'm closing in fast. I'm a brand new Rory with my jealous on the gas. I'm feeling like Nas on some flash. Kiss when I spit this fast. And like I said, trip pun with a love this shit. He probably be like hot new from the south that nice. On my dirt road flow shit. Flow immaculate like the president. Air Force One on some other shit. It's me, Malachi, OG, Mali. I'm feeling like the new Ali. I feel like 50 new. I got power. I shall be rolling in a ghost whole power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like 50 new. I got power. I shall be rolling in a ghost whole power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks podcasts, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. This your girl, Butter B. Rocker, Transparency Talks Podcast, baby. Listen, this is one of my singles. Make sure you check out the music video. This is Strange Love featuring Homer Mac.
how important is branding yourself as an artist? It's extremely important because like I said, it is oversaturated out here. So you have to do something to make yourself stand out and um, make yourself noticeable. You don't want to just blend in with what everybody else is doing. You want to be specific. You want to be as strategic as you possibly can. So branding yourself is, it's it's kind of, it's necessary. Like it's that's not something you can really get around. Got to do it. Do you feel today's climate with a lot of, with, I'm not going to say all the artists, but with a lot of the artists is trying to fit in and stay the path of what's selling on the radio as opposed to being authentically themselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even if they're not doing it intentionally. Um, absolutely. I think people just want to be seen. They want to be heard. And a lot of times they will do whatever it takes to make that happen. Um, but in my opinion, I think selling yourself short of, of what it is you're really supposed to be doing just to blend in with what everybody else is doing, in the end, it doesn't, you don't win that way. I think it's very easy to become phased out um, when you do that because people are just waiting for the next best thing. You know, you can be hot today and cold as ice tomorrow. There's always going to be another singer, another rapper, another whatever who may sound a little bit better than you, look a little bit better than you. And they may not necessarily be better. They may just be different. But people are people are just waiting and listening for the next best thing because society and um, technology has caused our attention spans to be very short. So it's like, if you don't stand out, they will pass right by you. That's why I think branding is important. And that's why I think, like you said, being your authentic self is important because when you're you, that alone will make you stand out from everybody else because you're not trying to be anyone else or like anyone else. You're just being yourself and people will gravitate toward that quicker than anything else. So. Agreed, agreed. So you are a singer songwriter. Which one do you like more? Um, <laughs> to me, they honestly go hand in hand. Like I don't, I can't have one without the other. Honestly, um, writing is just a part of the singing, and the singing is a part of the writing. So I've never really done one without the other. So I don't know the difference. <laughs> okay, got you. Okay, so. Tell me what it's like when you are on stage and you feel that crowd. There is nothing like it. Um, I feel like I go somewhere else when I'm on stage. <laughs> like I'm there, but I'm not there. Um, that's really what it was like also when I was on The Voice. Like I was there, but I wasn't there. Um, there's nothing like the energy that you get from a crowd who's really into and really feeling what you're giving them on that stage um yeah. it's unmatched it is it is so here at transparency i like to be extremely transparent people see the glitz and glam of our industry but they don't understand the sacrifice it takes can you be transparent and tell people you know your experience of what what it really is. It's a huge sacrifice um, of time, of finances, resources, um, sleep. That way. <laughs> Sometimes um, when you have your, your eyes set on a goal um, as an artist, it's like nothing again, I'll speak for myself. I've been fixated on the goal of being successful as an independent artist for as long as I can remember. And once I started gaining momentum because I did my best to stay consistent. So once I actually started gaining some momentum and some traction, I didn't let anything. And I still to this day don't let anything deter me or take my eyes off the goal. So when you're that persistent um it it does take a lot to fuel that persistence so it takes a lot of money sometimes you're not going to get enough sleep because you have to stay up and 
rehearsed or drive back from a show, drive to a show, fly out somewhere, whatever, whatever it is you got to do to make sure that you're prepared for, for the next opportunity. Um, spending money out of your own pocket, um, losing relationships and friendships because people don't understand when you are, you know, when you're kind of, you kind of have a tunnel vision and you, you don't have, I, I don't always have time to hang out. I don't always have time to sit on the phone with you. I don't always have time to do the things that everybody else can so easily do because I, I got something I'm trying to accomplish here. So there is a lot that goes into it. Like it's a life sacrifice. Um, but when it's your passion and when it's something you love, it's, you don't, I don't miss it. I don't feel like I'm, I've made any bad decisions. Like I don't see any bad, I don't have any regrets when it comes to music. Like when I make a choice and I make a decision, I stick with it. Regardless of what the fallout is, I'm not going to sit here and regret, oh, I should have, could have did it this way or whatever. No, this is what it was. I made the best choice that, you know, I, I thought I should make in that moment. And that's just what it is. I'm not going to feel sorry about that. Um, it's it is a lifetime sacrifice but i'm enjoying the ride to me the process is the meat of it like it's not like oh i can't wait until i get to the finish line no because the process is where you learn and you grow and you become shaped and perfected and that's the most enjoyable part of all of this for me is the process so when you can fall in love with the process and see the sacrifices as investments I think the outcome will be what you want it to be and what it should be. I shot you down, bang, bang. You hit the ground, bang, bang. That awful sound, bang, bang. I used to shoot you. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? Yeah. They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life. Yeah. How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah. And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. Yeah. yeah. Just the other day Trying to get some food on his plate Man, he couldn't even make his own way Two kids, baby mama He the father and the son Trying to beat another case Young man, celebrate Cause you only live once Gotta make it all great Gotta make it all great Gotta keep moving Though this life may bring you down You're not losing Be yourself and no one else Keep pursuing So stand up and face the world Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one Well, maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one Well, maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life how many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah. And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. But I'm about that life yeah. How many wrongs 
are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah. And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. Yeah. Yeah. You have two daughters, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So how do you balance your work life with your music life? Yeah, that's where all the sacrifices come in. But um, I always put them first. You know, like today is my daughter's birthday, my youngest daughter's birthday. She's 16 today. So um, we sit down and we plan, we talk about, you know, what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, how we're going to do it. And that's kind of how life is for me. You know, I have to look at my calendar. I got this on this day, that on that day. You got cheer practice. You got senior pictures. You got this, you got, and we plan it out and it, it usually works itself out. Um, again, that's where the persistence and just staying focused comes in. But I always put my kids first. Like, absolutely. I've, I've canceled things and, you know, not been able to appear at certain things and all of that because of my children. And I don't make any excuses for them or for that. You know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm a mom first. No matter how much I love music and all of that, right. I'm a mom person. I owe I owe them everything. So it's a balancing act. It's not always easy. I am always tired. I am always, you know, just doing what I have to do to make sure they're okay. But we implement the self-care. We stay consistent. Do what we got to do. Okay. Now, back in May, you released your highly anticipated self-titled EP which hit number seven on iTunes top 200 charts. Can you tell me about that feeling of hitting the top seven? Like that's major. I, I didn't expect that at all. Um, so I was very, very, very humbled by that and very grateful. You know, that was a, a big achievement for me. You know, finally releasing a, a body of work, six song EP and for it to get to number seven on the top 200 iTunes charts. Like I did not expect that at all. I didn't know what the music was going to do, but I didn't think it was going to do that. So I was extremely grateful, elated about that. Now, which song ch charted? So it was the whole EP itself oh, okay. in, in, in its category. Um, but it seems like the top songs that have the most listeners um, are Can't Let You Go and Ain't Much. Those are the two songs that it seems are the most popular on the project. I really like Sweet Love, too. Yes. That one was, that one was nice. <laughs> Sweet Love and This Love were singles before they were on the EP. So... We had already gotten a lot of play from those, but mm -hmm. the other four songs were new to everybody. So I was interested to see how people were going to react to those four new songs and they didn't let me down. <laughs> That's good. That's definitely good. So what was your, your inspiration behind the EP? Um, I really just wanted to create something that was classic and timeless and that was true to me, true to my sound. Um, a, a couple of those songs started out um, as songs that I was writing for other people hmm. and they just did not get picked up. You know, they were liked, but those artists weren't able to add them to their projects. So a couple of those songs are actually kind of old and they, they still worked. So I was just like, you know, we got to a point where it's like, okay, we have all these songs. What are we going to do with them? If they're not being picked up, we're just going to sit on them. We're just going to put them on the shelf and let them collect dust, or we're going to put them out there. And we made the executive decision to just go ahead and put them out there. Um, and then we just kept building, kept building on, you know, the couple that I started out with. And my end goal was just to create something that was classic, timeless, and that would reach all ages. You know, I know who my target audience is. But I wanted everybody to be able to get something from the project, the young and the old. I wanted everybody to be able to relate to it. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really the, the goal behind that. 
Now, I haven't heard the entire EP, but I will be listening to it tonight so that I can, you know, feel Please the whole vibe. I am. I'm definitely. And let you know what you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely. I would definitely let you know. Okay. So tell me about your band, The fin Fascinations. The Fascinations. Yes. So my band is a collective of church kids, artists, um, and musicians who just really love music and enjoy performing music together as a group. Um, it's like we're all just kind of one big family. Mm -hmm. And when we get on stage, we, we connect with each other. Um, we have not been a band for an extremely long time, but within the time that we have been together, I feel like the the chemistry is building every time we perform together, it gets better and better. And I'm enjoying the ride. Um, just to say that I have a band is an honor for me. And I appreciate them a lot. And I tell them this all the time. I know they get sick of me, but I'm like, y'all just gonna have to take it because to me having my own band, like that's a big deal. Right. Um, not everybody can say, you know, like I have my own band. Mm -hmm. So that was something that I knew I wanted. I wanted it a long time ago. Um, so to now have it, you know, I'm really appreciative um, to have that. So yeah, it's, a, it's one big family. Okay. Now you grew up in the church. Your mother is a pastor. So mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's where you got your roots from singing. Absolutely. So how how did your mother feel when you started doing R&B? Well, my mom passed um, when I was 12. I'm sorry. 13, 12, 13. Yeah, so she's been gone for a while. But honestly, I feel like she's been with me this whole time. Like, even though she's not physically here, I still feel her here. And it's in times where I wish I could just, you know, pick up the phone and call her where something will happen right. that lets me know she's here. Um, I won't go into any stories or anything, but she, she, I feel like she's tuned in and I, I believe she's proud, you know, even though I didn't necessarily become a gospel artist. My mom was a pastor, you know, she was very strict, but I she she also pushed her kids to do what they love. You know, mm -hmm. I have two older brothers um, on my mom's side. In total, I have five brothers, but from my mother, I have two older brothers. And I watched as she pushed them to pursue what it is they were passionate about. And she would do the same for me. Once she knew that I could sing and write songs and all of that, you know, she would encourage me in it. So if she were here, I think she would still be proud, even though I'm not quote unquote, a gospel singer. Um, I think as long as I'm, I'm doing what it is I love to do, I think she would be all right with it. Definitely. Absolutely, she would be. Yeah. Okay, so what artist or producer would you like to work with? Oh, man. So I would love, even though I did kind of, sort of, technically get to work with Usher when I was on The Voice, I would love to work with him outside of the show um I think that would be amazing I I always loved Usher he's an amazing artist dancer performer singer songwriter all the things um Neo I would love to work with as a as a writer his pen is stupid it is um hmm Producers, I'm not even going to go into that bag because there's so many. Um, <laughs> Brandy, would love to work with Brandy. Oh, I love her so much. Um, yeah, I think those are probably the top people that I would love to make some music with. For, for now, for now. Because that list can get pretty long, but I think I think I could make some really good music with, with any of them. Okay. So how can people find you, support you, book you, and all the other all the other above stuff? Um, so I'm everywhere on social media. Um 
Instagram is Kalia underscore Lene. Facebook is Kalia Lene. TikTok is also Kalia Lene, although I'm not really on there. I'm there, but not there. Um, TikTok, don't, I mean, not TikTok, but um, Twitter, don't waste your time. I think I got Twittered out years ago. I'm never on there anymore. But <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, you can find me at Kalia Lene. Um, and as far as booking goes, you can go to meetkaliyalene.com. So all the booking information, my bio, my music, my music videos, you can connect with me on there as well. Okay. Well, I would like to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. This has been very insightful and um i think that you're really going to help a lot of the artists the new artists that's coming out you know starting out and everything so thank you so much for giving your wisdom and um with that everybody we are out of here now you stay on but i'm gonna tell them tell them bye with that everybody we are out of here and we will talk to you guys later I would like to thank you guys for tuning in to transparency talks podcast baby you can find me each and every week Make sure that you guys continue to follow me on all social media platforms at Transparency Talks Podcast and at Butterby Rocker. This is one of my singles, Play by the Rules. If she only knew that I've been in her home, home kissing you alone while she's gone, maybe then I'll have you to myself. I'm